download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Can I tell you about mine really quickly? Because Saturday was a great day. Saturday night was a great night. Sunday, well, let's just say it didn't start off the best, to be honest. It is. I went through something that uh, I've never had to go through before. I saw something I never thought I'd ever have to see uh, before, and I don't want to ever see it again. Uh, let me tell you what happened. So Saturday night, went out for dinner in Brisbane uh, with some friends, had a great time, had some drinks. Sunday morning, woke up in our hotel room, uh, shook off the hangover and then decided to go to breakfast. Now, we had a choice. We could either eat breakfast in the hotel, like in the restaurant, the hotel, out in the open air, uh, or we could head down to the river and have breakfast there. We decided to head down to the river. While we were having breakfast, this was happening right out the front of our hotel. Guns drawn. These are the chilling seconds after police fire their guns. Six or seven, really quick, and it, and it was so loud, like, it, it was, like, echoing. It was crazy. Killing a 25-year-old man wielding a knife in the middle of the street. What is going on? Like, you just can't... You just don't expect to wake up on a Sunday, have a leisurely breakfast, and then hear gunshots from your balcony. Paramedics performing CPR on the man, but his bullet wounds proved fatal. Yeah, so that happened directly out the front of our hotel. So we were coming back from breakfast and I saw the ambulance come past. And we all know Brisbane's got a lot of one-way streets. Uh, came past us and then uh, down two more streets and then back down the street that our hotel is on. Now, our hotel has a couple of entrances to it. We decided to go in through the back entrance. And as we were walking towards the back entrance, we were met by a police officer who said, nope, you cannot come this way. We're like, pardon me? There were police everywhere. Uh, Now, that police officer said there's a critical condition. I'm sorry, you know, the, the street's been blocked off. We're like, well, we're just in this hotel. Can we go in here? They said, yep, you can go in. So... Into the hotel we went, we asked about the situation. We then obviously learnt what had happened. And out the front of the hotel, and we could see it from where we were standing talking to the concierge, was a white sheet. Underneath that white sheet, of course, uh, the, the, the man that they, had, um, that they had shot. I've never seen something like that before. I've never been confronted by that before. I don't like how it made me feel, to be honest. Uh, I, that is something that I never, ever want to see again. Uh, there was blood pooled on the ground. You know, there were cops everywhere as there would be police tape up a lot of shocked people. There were, it's when, when it went down, uh, and the, the hotel we were staying in has sort of a, an open air bar area where you can have a coffee. There's no, no windows or anything. It's just a balcony straight out to the street. There was a family there with a teenager. They saw the whole thing. The teenager was an absolute mess. The concierge, uh, we had a chat to her um, at the hotel. She was like, all I heard was the gunshots. I thought uh, it was some terrorist act in the hotel. It was super loud. We were all, all super scared. Uh, now we have one of those sliding door moments really because my wife and I, um, stayed at the breakfast place we were staying at, well, we were eating at, uh, for an extra coffee. We weren't going to, we did. Had we have not had that extra coffee, we would have got back a couple of minutes earlier. That's when it all went down. We would have been walking down the street when that happened. Super scary. Can I just say the police had it under control from the moment they knew what was going on. They did a magnificent job. They protected everybody. 
Uh, and it was just astounding. But I can tell you now, I'm not going to get uh, the image of that sheet, that blood-soaked sheet, out of my brain for a long, long time. And, uh, and obviously, I didn't see what had happened, but that was more than enough for me. Can I just say that? Saturday, went to Audi in the morning and then went to Costco in the afternoon on my way down to Brisbane. Now, I've only been to Costco now twice. The first time... I went to Costco. I was so excited, I wrote a song about it. So I have the song here for you. All this week, I'm going to just every now and again throw in one of my favourite songs uh, that I have done. I'm not going to necessarily say this is one of my favourites, but inspired by the fact that I went to Costco on the weekend, I thought I'd uh, give it another roll. Now, what I did back in the day was I took Barry Manilow's Copacabana and reworded it to be about Costco. Now, as I say, with all my songs, lyrically okay, vocally very poor, but here it is. We went to Costco, the cost was not low. You have to buy a member card, that bit's already way too hard. And when you head in, that place is crazy. There's a thousand people there, shopping trolleys everywhere. It's a massive store, buy food by the ton or more. Get a three kilo cup of Nutella, who could ask for more? At the Costco, get a giant spanner. But you can't buy only one banana. At the Costco, just off the Warwick go. Got a pallet of bog rolls as well as some jam scrolls at the Costco. I spent too much. Yep, happened again uh, this last time. Spent way, way too much. I bought a giant packet of toilet rolls, as it turns out, and a couple of pairs of pants that don't fit because they have no dressing rooms at Costco. You can't try stuff on, can you? No. You gotta buy it, take it home, which is an hour drive, and then you work out that they're too small and you gotta take them back sometime. Don't know when. If anybody's rolling past Costco wants to take my pants back, that'd be nice. Unfortunately, I've come down with the uh, dreaded lurgy this morning, bit of a cold. Hopefully, uh, I can get through it before the end of the week because it is my last week on radio and I wanna have fun. I don't wanna be blowing my nose the whole time, I don't wanna be coughing my guts up, but I wanna know on 13, 12, 16. Uh, when has ha- having a cold or being sick ruined your fun? Karen's on the line. Has it happened to you? Uh, absolutely. I have a doozy for you. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, my husband and I were celebrating our 25-year relationship together. Mm. We planned a big party. So we called it a 25-to-life party. And I had a surgery. And two weeks after I had a surgery, I had a wound breakdown, ended up with two infections, ended up in hospital, couldn't have our 25 to life party. Ah, no. Have have you had it since? You're obviously out now. I'm out now. I'm almost 12 months since the wound breakdown happened. It is all healed. Um, But, yeah, so I spent five weeks in hospital. Oh my and then goodness. three weeks at home and then another four weeks before I was fully recovered. Was everybody tempted to bring the party to you in hospital or? 
Uh, I'd already had one party in hospital while I was there because my daughter turned 15 while I was in hospital. Yep. So she got to stay the night with me and we had balloons and cake and all that kind of stuff in there. So, yeah, we didn't sort of have the big 25 to life party. Oh, all right. Well, I, t- I tell you, I, I, I want to ask about the wound breakdown because even just the terminology has me intrigued. But then also, I don't want to hear what the answer actually is. To be honest, uh, I just okay. I'll give you a mild brief. I had a a bit of a hole in my back, and it had to heal from the inside out. So oh. it was about seven centimeters big. That's not a bit of a hole. That's a crater. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Won't eat for the rest of the day, Karen. But thank you very much for letting me know all the same. You're welcome. Love sharing. <laughs> Michael's on the phone. Uh, Michael, tell us your story. Uh, so my fiancé and I had just landed in China and we planned a trip to the Great Wall to climb it. Mm. Um, the night before, we decided to go out and get dinner and she got food poisoning from a salad, of all things. Oh, wow. So did you still try and climb the wall or did we... Uh, <laughs> we she stayed in bed. I didn't speak the language and so I stayed at home. Yeah, I was going to say if uh, if there was a chance that we were going to climb the wall, you would need to be in front of her not behind her because you just don't. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey mate, thanks for the call. That's okay. Heading off on my chapter two. I've pretty much only known radio for my whole working life. So my chapter two, something completely different. I'm heading off to be the business development manager at the Toowoomba Turf Club. Now, If that doesn't work, it's always good to have a plan B. So all this week, I'm trying out different trades that you can have as a plan B or whether you want to upskill yourself or just skill yourself in general with the help of uh, TAFE Queensland. Now, I popped into the Toowoomba campus last week and, and was given a challenge by the hairdressing training facility. Now, Cheryl was in charge. Zoe's a, a, an apprentice there, so I got to chatting to her, and this is the challenge that she gave me. An external braid. An external braid, which is different from an internal braid because it's outside of the body. Yeah. What's the challenge? You're going to do it first on this side, um, and I'll have a crack on this side. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. How much of her hair am I meant to be using? All of it? Yeah, until we get to the end. Okay, so anybody who has seen any photos of me would know that I am a bald man. I haven't had a lot to do with hair in a long time. I also have two sons. Uh, So there is no need for me at this point to braid or plait anybody's hair. And if I even tried to do that with my wife, she would slap me down. So I had no chance in successfully completing that particular challenge. However... I did try and get Cheryl, who is in charge of hairdressing there, to help me out. Okay, Cheryl, here's the plan. I've got no chance of being able to do any of that hair stuff at all. So what I'm going to do is get Zoe to go out and get me a hairbrush. When she does that, you come in, fix it all, work your magic, and then I'll take all the credit. Great idea. Excellent. Okay, so as it turns out, about 30 seconds into being given the challenge, I had comb in hand and a massive look of confusion on my face, and that's when I did this. I saw there was a hairbrush just over there. Do you want to just go and grab that for me? Just, just go and... Yep, just... Um, Where's the hairbrush, though? Just keep, keep... No, it's over there. So Zoe went out of the room, Cheryl came in and fixed up the braid and plaiting for me, uh, and I, I'd like to say I successfully completed, with some help, the challenge... 
Uh, but you can check out the video. We're going to pop it up on our Facebook page. Hit South Queensland for yourself. And I'll have more trades that I'll be checking out throughout the week. And remember, you can get your apprentice or trainee ready for business with quality training from TAFE Queensland. Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.